You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley. We're back with a brand new episode. If you're listening from Key Radio, hello to all the new listeners. We hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. Today we have a brand new episode and we have a few things we want to get into, but I guess we'll start with mental health updates and pop culture today. So where are you at mentally? Mentally, I'm at an eight. Really? Yeah. Wow. Even though you just went through it? Yeah, I was really sick over the weekend, so um, a little update. I did not get to do my uh, my nice little anniversary like plans that I had. Oh, yes. We talked about that last week, didn't mm-hmm. we? Right. So sad I didn't get to because I got really, really sick over the weekend. And I'm still currently trying to recover. Like, my voice is a little off. You told me you recovered. No, I am recovered. had COVID, and she's saying she's slowly trying to recover. Are you recovered, or are you not? Because I'm well, right next no, to you. No, no, I'm not fully recovered. You know that. I still have a dry cough, and I still have, like, my voice is off. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any more, like, symptoms, I guess. So you're at an eight. Why? Because I had, like, a nice week off work, and it was freaking amazing. Right. Like, the first two to three days were horrible. I felt like I was dying. However, after that, I was like, ooh, this is amazing. I had time off work. I was, like, binging on anime shows. I was eating fruits all day and drinking tea. And it was just freaking, it was a vibe. Was it it worth being sick? Like, if you could go back in time, not get sick and keep working, or get COVID and be off, what would you do? I get COVID and be off. Of course. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, because like, like I said, it's like, well, for me anyways, I can't speak for everyone. Mine wasn't too bad. Like the first two to three days was hell. Hell. Like Saturday was probably the worst day of them all. But then, yeah, once everything was like slowly getting better, I was like, wow, this is great. Got mm. to sleep in. I just felt like we had a lockdown again. It was freaking amazing. So sounds beautiful yeah it's great that's helped me kind of get back on track with my sleeping and just being able to <laughs> what relax. do you mean get back on track with your <laughs> sleeping all you do is sleep yeah. what does that mean <laughs> what <laughs> i mean i'm not as tired oh okay you so know. you like caught up on what you like yeah okay, cool yeah it's amazing and i get to sleep in which is great <laughs> I get to take naps again. That it's, sounds amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful. I fucking love it. COVID is like a vacation. Literally. How about you? How's your mental health? Mine is, at, I think I'm at an eight as well. Ooh. Maybe even a nine, to be honest. I've been feeling really good. I think a lot of it has to do with, um, I don't know, just like many realizations I've come to, lots of reflection. I'm getting back into all my spiritual routines. I'm meditating daily again, which feels great. And I think it's really, really helping my thought process now that I'm like off my medication, which is a whole other topic. Yeah, I've also been very, very productive and working really fucking hard, especially today. I was going at it today. I was I'm very proud of myself. And I think whenever I'm working hard, not that I want to place my self-worth and value on success, but it does help when I feel like I'm working towards something that's successful and being productive makes me feel good. So, yeah feels really good i feel great and my body is also like i'm like i've been working out 
without you just oh, saying wow. yeah and my body is like toning up and i'm actually seeing it and it's so cool like i forgot what it's like to work out and see results because i usually give up before i get to see results but now i'm like seeing it i'm like whoa it's so cool so yeah i feel good that's awesome happy for you thank you so much i'm happy for you too oh thank you you're welcome so we're gonna get into some pop culture apparently according to brenda it's a slow week and these things are boring but i figured we'd discuss them i really wanted to talk about the will smith thing i mean like not the slap we all know that's that's been done but i'm talking like the fact that he was banned from the oscars for 10 years what are your thoughts on that be honest (laughs) okay if i'm being honest i think it's fair i think it's fair like i don't think the whole situation that happened was out of hand because he was defending his wife and he was doing what any man would do. However, when I kind of read into the back of it and how, like, it was all pretty much scripted, so, like, what was Chris it? said was scripted. That's what I heard. Yeah, it was, like... Oh, that... Okay, yeah. So, for him to have acted the way he did, I think it was out of hand, not knowing that a lot of times these type of things, people who host like MMBAs and Grammys and Oscars and all these things, a lot of times the host has a lot of scripted stuff that they say. So at the end of the day, did he really say that or mean it? Probably not. Also, you'd think that Will Smith would know that. Right? So I think it was very unnecessary. If you felt a certain way, you know, backstage, confront the guy. Say, like, next time this happens, like, there's going to be problems. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Exactly. Like, there's, you don't need to have a scene. And then I saw past stuff about Will and Jada and how their relationship is very kind of, I don't want to say toxic, but I have seen things that their relationship kind of needs molding. Like, Kanye and Kim, like, there's a lot of back end that we don't know that's happening. Yeah, I just feel like right now he needs to kind of seek help and figure himself out. And I think the 10 year thing is will be a good thing for him to kind of bring his awareness and understand that, you know, you can't just lash out like that. Like, it's just not not right. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. I think it is. It's like fucking Harvey Weinstein was out here harassing women and assaulting women and doing the most despicable things yet he was still granted access and like I just I don't think it's fair a black man goes on stage and does some fucked up shit yeah like it's it's fucked up don't get me wrong but to ban him for 10 years mind you I don't think he'll go back I don't think he'll want to be back at this point I just I don't think it was necessary I think five years I think maybe three years but 10 years at the end of his career like by the time 10 years hits he's probably not going to be acting anymore he'll probably be doing just like skincare commercials and shit and he wins his first oscar and then he's banned like that's so unfortunate and i understand it's really controversial and i know a lot of people are probably listening and they're probably like wow ashley like i'm not with you on that one but i just i don't know i don't think it was fair i don't think what he did was right um <laughs> however if my husband did that i don't know if i'd be mad i'd be like okay no for sure I don't <laughs> like think, do your thing <laughs> i don't think his reasoning for what he did is wrong i just feel like the actions he did where he did it how he did it was wrong i mean it wasn't the right time right place of yeah. course but that's the thing anger anger knows no bounds that's the problem and that's not an excuse at all 
I don't think it was right. However, I think people are really overreacting. Like that bitch, Amy Schumer, she said, what did she say? That she feels traumatized or something like that? She has PTSD after that? I was like, bitch, what? You didn't get slapped. Did you hear that she said that? No, I didn't hear that. Oh my God. I was so, I was laughing. But anyways, yeah, I I guess we, we can agree to disagree. I I understand the other perspective I do. I just think personally, I, I think 10 years is a little bit extreme, but hey, who am I to judge? I mean, if that was, I don't know, if that was my moment and I got that Oscar right after that and Will ruined it for me, like I'd be upset. So anyways, um, let's talk about two music releases that happened today. It's Friday as we're recording and Jack Carlos song dropped. What is it called? Glenn? First Class. Oh, First Class hmm okay now that you were listening to it through the day what are your thoughts uh i like it it's catchy i definitely thought it was gonna be better hearing the little like sneak peeks through like tiktok and whatnot mm-hmm. but it's still good it's still catchy i would play it and listen to it throughout the day i just kind of low-key expected more i did too i think the more i listened to it it was getting better and better mm-hmm. but i definitely think the peak of the song is the chorus and everything else is just kind of like a little disappointing. I think that maybe he should have chosen a different snippet. But had he chosen a different snippet, would I have still listened? Right. Because I'm right. not like an avid Jack Harlow listener. I like to look at him, but I don't really listen to him that much. So, I mean, he has to choose the best part. But then when you choose that, it's like, it's like when they put all the good parts of a movie in a trailer. And then you go watch the movie and you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. and you're like oh okay i guess all the good parts are in the trailer yeah it was like that but um another one that dropped was bia j cole i liked it i thought it was great i mean i think it's really good i think it's longer than it needs to be mm-hmm. um but i loved it especially j cole's verse like it was just oh j cole anything j cole touches turns to gold it's just beautiful i, I love that man so much he's so fucking talented his lyrics are sick his flow is sick uh, the beat is sick. Bia did a great job, but J. Cole definitely ate her up for sure. <laughs> Personally, I thought it was okay. I I didn't really like it, to be honest. Like, I really liked J. Cole's verse, and that was pretty much it. So that's my thoughts. All right, so that's a little bit of pop culture this week. We are going to get into the topic today. We're talking about hoe phases. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about that today, mostly from a female's perspective because we are two women and we're just going to get into it. So I guess let's start off with what do you consider a hoe phase? So basically a hoe phase is literally just what it sounds. It's you being a hoe and going through men, talking to a bunch of men getting in and out of relationships or like situationships yeah it's literally a phase in which you're a hoe there's like no (laughs) way to put it it's it's you're being a hoe you're having fun you're living your best life and you're unapologetic about it also a hoe phase is yeah it's a time when you're a hoe we know this but usually it's like in between serious relationships whether it's before or after a breakup or something usually triggers it like I don't know what it is. Not all the time. Sometimes you're just young and just want to have fun. But yeah, you just kind of live your best life until you're ready to be tied down. And then once you get into a relationship, it's a lot easier to know that your options, like you've kind of gone through your options. Okay. Have you ever had a hoe phase? Oh, yes. (laughs) I have. You had your fun. Yeah, I had my fun. Um, Back when I was like, what, my last year of college? Or it was during my college times at even high school actually 
Yeah. Mm. I had a good run. It was fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) I have never had a hoe phase. I haven't. I've I've had fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had my own version, but like not to what people would say is a hope isn't and, and there's not a reason why it's not because like i think there's anything wrong with it personally i, I would love to have a hope phase but i just think i'm so picky yeah and so selective like people are interested in me the thing is i'm not interested in them enough to like go there and yeah. i mean hopefully i'll find someone who i am interested in but yeah no i haven't had like a real real hope phase like i've had like moments i've had moments where i'd be like dating many guys or talking to many guys or going on dates with different people but dates and like hoe phase and hoe activities are two very different things yeah yeah so like yeah yeah, i've had fun but just like it's usually not with like a bunch of people who knows though maybe one day (laughs) i mean it's never too late right like they do say that it's better to go through your hoe phase Mm -hmm. during your 20s yeah but at the same time it's like if you're 30 and flirty and thriving then yeah do your thing so Exactly. I don't think there's a time frame, especially if you're not the type of person who has, like, deadlines. Like, I want to be married by 30. I want to have kids by 50, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, you can't have kids by 50, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and, like, I also don't enjoy the company of just anyone. So, like, having a whole face kind of requires me engaging with people that I might not typically engage with. Like, maybe just because they're attractive or because whatever. But I, I just, like, my time is so precious. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, looking back, I wish I did this. Like, I wish I had that phase at 21. Because I didn't really care about my time. <laughs> but I was giving my time to anybody. But now it's like, do I really want to, like, hang out with you for an hour or two, mm-hmm. have fun, and then text you? I don't think. I don't. Yeah. It's a lot of energy. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know if it's for me. Who knows? I don't think I'm the kind of person that will have regrets if I don't have it. But I also, I don't know. Yeah, no. I know what you mean. I feel like also as you get older, it's harder to find the feeling of wanting to have a hoe face it's hard yeah to because, like i don't care anymore yeah and like when you're young like a lot of your friends are going through that phase with you so mm-hmm. it kind of feels fun because it's like it's like having a gym partner yeah and right? all my friends are in relationships i'm literally the only single friend out of all and i have a lot of friends i am the only single person i'm the only single person so if i wanted to go out and have hoe activities mm-hmm. i can't because i don't have like a partner in crime like i don't yeah so it's if tough. you need a friend in the gta i mean hit me up <laughs> because i i just i don't know man all my friends are taken and if i wake up tomorrow and wanted to have one i could Mm -hmm. i'm a female with a phone like i can it it's very easy no matter what you look like it's you can do that so long story short no i haven't had a hoe face that's unfortunate is it i mean it's never too late it's never too late should we download tinder right now (laughs) do you think that everybody needs a hoe face before settling down i don't think everybody needs a hoe face it would be good to have one because it's kind of like out of your system Mm -hmm. but i don't think you need to like i've I've seen a lot of people who are like high school sweethearts and they've only had like one person that they're like committed (gasps) to yeah that's that's a little terrifying though (laughs) it is i've seen it work out like multiple times so i don't think it's necessary Mm. but i just feel like if you're the type of person to always wonder what if or what life would be like I think it's important that you do it because yeah. mm-hmm. 30 years married with two kids, like, was that show that we watch on Netflix, Sex Life? Sex Life, yeah. Oh my God. And yeah, like, cheating. Exactly. Oh, that season's going to be good. I the way it, it ended. Right? Ooh. But yeah, I also think everybody's definition of a hoe phase is different. Like, 
one person's version of a hoe phase could be, oh, I'm going on a different date with a different guy every three days, mm-hmm. but I'm not fucking them. You know, I'm exactly. just like making out with them, having fun, taking their money, shit like that. Um, but then another person's hoe phase could be, I am going to have sex with three men in one night and yeah. I'm going to do it again next week. So whatever your version of a hoe phase is, I think, I think it's a good idea to have one. Like, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be extreme. You don't need to be extremely promiscuous. You don't need to do the most. But if you feel like you want to have fun before you get in a relationship, I think you should do that. I also think that you should definitely explore your options before settling down, whether that's dating people, talking to people, fucking people, whatever. Like, I don't think it's ideal to only date one person or date two people before you like get married. To me, my, my nightmare is like high school sweetheart situation that is my nightmare i don't like i if i woke up in another life and i was married to my high school sweetheart i would definitely cheat on him ouch yeah i would cheat on him and i'm not a cheater i'm a very loyal person but i would cheat on him (laughs) oh okay (laughs) my future husband watches this and it's like so what age do you think that you should leave the whole phase behind I don't think you should leave the whole face behind at any specific age. Mm-hmm. I think it's when you feel ready, when you want to settle down, when you're done with that life. Unless you are into like polyamory, then like keep it going. <laughs> but I think there's no age. Like it, let's say you spent your entire life with your high school sweetheart. You guys get divorced at 34. Go have a hoe phase. Yeah. You need one. You should have been having one while you were in the relationship. <laughs> Go have a hoe phase and come back it's okay you're 34 you could do it you're 52 you could do it you know mm-hmm. so yeah i can't really answer that because i don't i don't think there's an age do you feel like there's an age you should leave it behind okay so i think it depends on the situation mm-hmm. if you had a whole phase in your early 20s and now you're kind of like like settling down in a relationship mm-hmm. i think it's time to realize okay you need to put it aside and like figure out if this relationship is something you want to you know continue in and you got to leave that whole phase behind. Mm-hmm. But if it was like you're saying how, let's say you were in a high school sweetheart, you found your love of your life, such a young age, got married, had three kids. But then you're like 35 years old now and you got a divorce oh, and you horrible. never had to experience a whole phase. I think you should like, as you said, you know, do it, it out. out. Yeah. Hoe it out. OK, so what if you're 25 and like you've had a lot of fun, you've gotten it out of your system when do you think is the time to just like really put the whole phase behind you like do you think there's an age or do you think it's really just like i think 27 27 oh clock is ticking for me (laughs) okay but that's again that's if you had it had you know the fun and it's out of your system yeah but if you haven't gone through it Mm -hmm. once you start seeing potential that's when you have to really kind of sit yourself down and think okay am i gonna want a relationship with this person or is this just fun because if it's just fun then do your thing right there's no timeline yeah but if you're starting to see like that this is serious then it's time to like smarten up and figure it out because if you're with someone and they can sense that you're playing games they're Mm -hmm. not going to take you seriously and that relationship is probably not going to last i guess so yeah i guess it really just comes down to how phase has no age limit yeah it literally depends on the situation you're in all right, so is your partner having a whole phase a prerequisite for a solid relationship? Yes. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me clarify. I don't need them to have slept with 300 women. Mm-hmm. However, I want to know that my future husband has that out of his system because men are wired 
different. They're different. They are sexual beings. And I don't want any what ifs or like, oh, I never got to fuck that girl. Oh, man, that girl. Like, No, I don't want space for any of that in my relationship. I want to meet my partner and I want to know that they have had their fun. If I was dating a woman, then it'd be very different. I wouldn't care as much because women are very different. They're more emotional. They're more into connections and building like a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. They don't really care for, I mean, not everyone, but you know, it, it's it's men. It's men, if I'm being honest. So I would need them to have had a whole phase <laughs> because I don't, I do not want my future husband two years in talking about, oh, what if this, we should have a, a threesome, you know, trying to bring extra girl. No. Yes, it is a prerequisite for me. And if they haven't had a whole face, I hope they lie to me. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I bet you people that listen think I'm dumb sometimes. Probably, this girl, just, she says she's going to cheat. She wants liars. She wants the ignorance is bliss. But like, I just, uh, ignorance is bliss. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. Not your relationship specifically, but would you agree that like that's an important thing for you? I think it's important. And I'm not saying that the person has to have like, five kills 20 kills 30 five a man (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying that like it's better if they have had their whole phase and have experience with other people just because it's better to have it out of your system kind of like what we were talking about before like once you have it out of your system you won't think like what if or Mm -hmm. let's say this happened you know what i mean like it's already out of your system you don't need to have those thoughts Plus, you know, it just means that your person is more experienced. So, mm-hmm. you know, Which that comes with extra fun, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Her little brother listens to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, you know, playing ping pong. Yeah. yeah. Ping pong. Lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they're less likely to cheat. <laughs> like, I really do. I think that they'll be more content with you mm-hmm. even if they've had better than you they are what? choosing i'm not saying that's the case okay i'm just saying like let's not go there no, go 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 ahead go ahead i'm just saying they're choosing to be with you at this point they know there's better out there hopefully not hopefully you are one of a kind and you're better than them all but i'm just saying they're choosing to be with you despite the fact that there's hotter more attractive mm-hmm. women that are better in bed than you and to know that he's like sticking around it's like such a privilege (laughs) oh my god i'm just kidding it's not a privilege i'm just saying like for real like it's easier to see your partner and know that they chose you yeah no seriousness yeah yeah plus it's like one of those things like how they say like you never know if you love someone once you've found the person so it's like i feel like it's kind of the same thing as being experienced you know you know that you're content and you're happy in what you have because you've already had other partners and you're like i don't want that i'm happy with this i also didn't even touch on the fact that every encounter with these people whether it's like a little mini hoe phase with someone or a little situationship whatever your hoe phase means to you that's experience that is literally teaching you so much about yourself and Mm -hmm. what you want and what you don't want and the person that's for you is going to come to you more prepared because they've learned so much through all their experiences being a hoe. So you also get like more wisdom out of it. Very true. Very true. I didn't think of that. Okay. So <laughs> I already know your answer. I already know your answer. But I'm going to ask you anyways. If you and your partner were together for 10 years and they needed a hoe face to get out of their system for the rest of your lives together, would you allow it? So let's say you're together. <laughs> 
I'm so I'm just laughing because this is so ridiculous. Let's say you were together uh, at 17. You guys met and started dating at 17. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're 27. Yeah. And they come to you and they say, baby boo. (laughs) (laughs) I really, really want to marry you. And I, I know you're the one, but I'm scared to really commit because I've never been with anyone else. Like, how do you feel about like a three month hall pass? I'm like, we just get it out of our system, have some experience. And if we're meant to be together, we'll come back to each other. And if not, then at least we save time. Like, but I, you know, like what, what are you going to say to that? Oh man. First of all, I'd be very taken back. Like what the fuck? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be happy about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be straight up honest. I would be like, what the fuck? Okay. That's weird. They didn't have a whole face. So I get it. But at the same time, we have a solid relationship and you're coming to me with that now it's like why don't you just go to like a strip club and like have a bachelor's party and do your thing but i would i wouldn't i wouldn't be okay with it okay so would you say no and continue the relationship or would you break up i think i would tell them okay like reflect on it if this is something that you really need and want then at that point if you really thought about it i think i would just break up with him Mm and kind of like let him do his thing let me do my thing and then if it's meant to be we would come back to each other in the future but i don't think i'd be able to let him do his thing and reevaluate things three days later i just it's too three soon months. we'd have a three-month break pass, yeah three months is still not enough and yeah like you can barely I'd rather, set up your hinge by the time right I'd okay, rather, okay let's say a year well if it's a year at that point i'd just be like let's break up because a year is a while mm-hmm. so break up do what you need to do i'll do what i need to do and if i find love somewhere else and it was never meant to be and if i come back to you and we both feel like we're still in love then we'll reestablish what we have and see if it can go further i would break it up and then see from there Mm. how about you i would do the same thing if they felt the need to come to me and say that they're having doubts and i'm not here to stick around and wait until you figure shit out and it ends up that you're just like leaving me or cheating on me you know what i mean at that mm-hmm. point that in itself would be enough to like trigger a conversation for me like yeah you can do that but i can't guarantee you that i will be waiting for you exactly as long as you're willing to risk losing me like cool do your thing like have your one year hall pass whatever but i will not be stopping myself from having relationships because of you like as far as i know i'm single exactly or broken up i'm gonna do my thing and like you said if i find love somewhere else then it is what it is and if not I just trust that the universe would naturally bring us back together and we can go from there. But I definitely wouldn't be like, yeah, like, that's okay. Like, in one year, we'll reassess. Hell fucking no. We're over and we're not talking. No contact breakup. Like, we're not talking and we'll do our thing and we'll see where the universe takes us. I know it sounds bad because I'm here saying like I'd be disappointed and stuff. I would still be very disappointed and like sad about it. However, I would appreciate Mm -hmm. that he came up to me and told me that instead of going behind my back and doing shit and then me finding out. Because if that was the case, Mm -hmm. then I don't care how long it's been, five, six, ten years, I ain't going back to that person. Mm. But if at least they brought it to my attention and told me how they felt and then we had a conversation about it. You know, who knows? I'm not going to say I wouldn't get back with him. But I think I would appreciate that he came up to me and told me. For sure, yeah. You know? So if the guy you're interested in has not had a whole phase, would you encourage them to have one before you start dating? Oh, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. 
am I in really deep? Like, am I like we've gone on like nine dates and we're about to be together? Or yeah. did we just meet and like I'm getting to know him and I'm realizing that he's like a humble, like sweet guy? No, like you guys are about to get into a relationship and you're like encouraging it. I would love to say that I would just tell him, go be free, little bird, like fly away, be a thought. But like, how do you tell someone that when you're already like so close? Mm-hmm. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> the question is, if the guy you're interested in has not had a hoe phase, would you encourage them to have one before starting to date him? Yes, I would. I would. I would. At this age, yeah. If I was like 40, mm-hmm. no, because they've lived some... Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> but at 27, no, you got to have fun. I would tell them like, listen, let's just not be exclusive yet. You can continue to see people. I can continue to see people. We can continue to see each other. We're not in a relationship yet. So to me, it's not like we have to break up and like get back together. Mm-hmm. Like we can have a little polyamorous type of thing going on for a minute, but it's not going to last forever. So you better take advantage of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say just get it out of your system, you know, do your thing. And um, at that point, there's no love yet, you know, because you're not dating, dating. So I can't even be like, if he loved me, he wouldn't do it because there's no love yet. You haven't built that. So, Hmm. yeah, I would tell him to do his thing. And if he still wants to know what's out there, if he's just like, it's been like a couple months and he's like really like not slowing down, then I know he's not the one for me. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to tell him that. I would want him to myself, but I'd have to. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think I'm the opposite, actually. Really? I think, okay, if... Let's say I was single now and the guy that I'm talking to, I just realized he hasn't had a whole phase, but he was single for a minute and I've been single for a minute and, you know, we've gone on a couple of dates. I find out that like I'm really feeling him. I wouldn't want him or encourage him to have a whole phase because at this point I'm feeling him and like what if I encourage him to have a whole phase and then he never comes back and it's like you said, like then he's not the one for you. Yeah, and you can argue that because it's, like, so early. Like, it's like what you said. Like, mm-hmm. he can't really love me. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I can't show him my worth if yeah, I'm encouraging true. him to go talk to other females. Like, he's you know? barely giving it a chance yet. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, I don't want to lose out on something that I see that there can be potential. If I was, again, at the age that I'm at, had I not been in a relationship and I met someone and that's the situation that I'm in, I don't think I would encourage them to to have a whole phase because they had their whole time to have a whole phase and if they've been out of a relationship for a minute i feel like low-key everyone's talking to people and what's not to say no what if what if they were in a relationship and they broke up and you're together like a year later let's say i still think you had a year bro it's been a year for me yeah and you know (laughs) (laughs) you know it's been a good year (laughs) So I think, you know, if it, if you feel yeah. like it's something, I don't think you should jeopardize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should jeopardize, you know, what could be. I wouldn't push them yeah, away. Yeah, because they barely even had the chance to really know that, like, you could be the one. But I think from, like, a spiritual perspective, I like nah. to say what's meant for me won't miss me. If it's in alignment with my higher self, it will fall into place trust the universe anyways you don't want to miss out on a good opportunity i I just feel like you can't miss out on something that is meant for you but it's also if you don't put yourself in that position how would you allow it the universe will align it Mm, 
I think, yes, I agree. Yes, the universe will help you. But it's like saying, oh, universe, bring me a million dollars. But if you're not putting in the work, that million dollars is never going to get to you. So it's the work plus manifesting, right? If I don't put in the work, I can't manifest what can happen. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. It's if I'm pushing him away, like what are the chances he's going to stay? He's probably going to be like, okay, this girl's telling me to hoe it out and talk to other girls. Clearly, she just wants to have fun with me. And that's the illusion that I'm going to give him, Mm -hmm. which therefore, like I don't blame him to be talking to five, 20, 30 girls while he's with me. If that's what I'm allowing him to believe that I'm okay with. I just feel like, especially with men, the more you encourage them, they don't think of it too much. They're kind of like, okay. They think with their penises. They're like, okay, well, she said it's okay, so I guess it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, he might not be around for long if that's how he feels. Interesting take. Mm -hmm. Would you say there's shame in having a hoe face? No. The fuck? No. Who asked that question? I'm asking you that question. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's no shame in it. Have your fun. Do your thing. If your hoe face lasts you 99 years, go crazy. There's no shame in it. Yeah, no, I agree. A hoe face is a hoe face. It is what it is. It's something that eventually I feel like we all go through. I'm not going to say we all go through it, but there's some of us who are lucky enough to find their soulmates and their you know high school sweethearts and stick with them forever and ever and (laughs) forever and ever but (laughs) (laughs) and ever and ever but not all of us are like that and Mm -hmm. i feel if you don't have a whole phase then you'll always wonder what if yeah yeah and it's only a matter of time until someone really questions it and decides to find out what if and then bam and then you have Sex Life happening. Yeah, like the show. Again. If you guys haven't watched Sex Life, you should watch it. Oh, it's, it's a juicy It's show. a good one. It's definitely for like middle-aged moms to enjoy. But Brenda and I loved it. And they're actually filming like down the street, which is cool. I think they're filming another scene. Unless that was something new. But yeah, fun fact. It's filmed in Toronto, not New York like everything else. But anyways, I guess that wraps up this topic. Yeah, it's a short one. But it was interesting. I know last week we talked about fuckboys. So we figured why not kind of switch the roles and now do like whole phases and i feel like it's something interesting that everyone always wonders and like we kind of low-key talk about mm-hmm. so i feel like it's a good episode yeah i agree i enjoyed this one it was fun to talk about and um i guess some people learned some stuff about us today which is interesting <laughs> so if you know us and you're listening hello but with that being said, that wraps up the episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys want to check us out, you can definitely do that. If- yeah, and don't forget to check our Instagram account. It's Let's Get Real the Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next Monday. Bye.